one of those to every single one of you. This is my happy little fist, mate. Happy little fist. Welcome to drama time. How is everybody? Let me see this chat. Let me see that chat. Bob Ross me. Drop the Bob Ross. <laughs> All over that place. Everyone's getting timed out because it's too much. Too much Bob Ross. But that's the thing, isn't it? There's never too much Bob Ross. Apparently. Apparently so. Great idea. What a genius idea by whoever at Twitch came up with it. What a genius idea. I can't even come close to that creativity. I'm not even there. I'm not even in the same league. I'm not even in the same sport, man. That's coming up with that shit. <sighs> what a couple of weeks it's been. Now, I'm sure there's... Well, there is. There's loads of questions about the Patreon thing that went out yesterday. It's a little bit much. And it's the wrong time to talk about it. But the web show tomorrow is a good time to talk about it. So we'll talk about it then. Uh, and it's also the Halloween spoopy poopy poopy web show spooky poopy web show uh it's your spooky ui so get them in it closes like tomorrow morning when i get out of bed pretty much that's when the competition closes for entering your spooky uis for halloween they must be functional in some manner that's it you can create whatever the hell you want scare me scare me scare me that's all i ask scare me with your uis terrify this audience with your uis uh, on top of that we're gonna be doing some pt with ghosty and it's going to be a whole freaky kettle of fish. It's going to be all those kind of things. It's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully you'll tune in with us tomorrow when Mr. Ghosty will be here. I've got a drama lined up that is just just filthy and weird and creepy and all those kind of things. Filthy and creepy and weird and all the things that you guys adore every single day of the week. And you guys like that stuff. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow. Also... Uh, depending on when you're watching this, my ideas of what might be happening with the Melee Survival Hunter. It took a couple of days to research and figure it out, but what might be happening. So, very interesting. So, that's going to be up on YouTube either immediately after drama, if you could tear yourself away from the Bobby Ross, or you can watch it whatever the hell you want. That's the power of YouTube, right? Watch it whatever the fuck you want. Right, so, that's not why you're here right now, because that's later. I've got three stories in front of me. One of them is really long, but God, it's weird. <laughs> fucking weird it's got rp in it it's got love it's got hate it's got betrayal it's got all that shit in it but the other two that i've picked to counter to counter that is uh, a pvp based stuff so i need to get my pvp voice on me need to get my pvp voice on me oh i can't even express it uh, guys i've had a lot of spooky ui sent in so many of them are skulls ui Motherfuckers. So many of them are scores you high with faces all stuck all over them in Photoshop and all sorts of stuff. So I'm probably gonna have to go through it and try and try and ease up on the scope you eyes. I'm gonna have to try and thin the, the cull it a little bit so that it's not like 50% scope UI and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm gonna have to work that in. Alright then. Um okay. The the one bummer for many of you, no doubt, will be. So I hope you're not upset, and let me explain it first. Is part of the Patreon at the very top end of the Patreon tiers, uh, people who pay uh, are giving quite a lot in order to have that choice to do so because they don't want to have ads and all that kind of stuff. Uh, do get their name in drama as a priority. Now the reason it's at the top is so it thins out the amount of people there, so you guys don't suffer. Right, so you guys don't get to miss out on that. So I know some of you will be pissed at that, but please understand we did it at the top. So that it's not like a, a thing where you'll never get into drama time. That's not the case. There's like 20 or 20 odd names or 30 names or something like that. Okay, so please don't hate me, right? It's just part of the, it's part of the thing and it shouldn't last too long. So understand, please understand uh, that's going on. Okay, so there's only one name in this one, but there's another story with lots of names. Uh, okay, so it'll be 
Death Scythe Pally. Death Scythe Pally. I love it. Death Scythe Pally. Sell out. I know. I know. Night. The nightmare is real. The nightmare is real. Death Scythe Pally. Uh, this one is called Who Needs Enemies When You Got Friends Like You? Who needs enemies when I've got friends like you? You ready to get your PvP on? You ready to get your PvP on? Me! Oh, Bridger, bro fist to you. I have a little short story. I look to your infinite wisdom and the wisdom of your viewers. That's you guys right there, right? Today, all rise. Court is in session, gangsters. Court is in session, audience. We are to pass judgment. You are being entrusted with your Bob Ross cappers to pass judgment on this predicament that our author is in. While these wounds have some history now, in many ways, they are still current. It's an open wound. It's a gash. It's a gash that won't close. A gash that won't close. So please, wigs on. Bob Ross is at the ready. Pass judgment, my friends. From watching your show, it's plain to see that our beloved game can at times be infested with players that try our patience. And I mean really really try our patience players that take intolerance fury and stupidity to dizzying levels but when assholes act like morons you know where you stand however it's not that simple it is not a simple story of a gray day fuck knuckle right that's a stubby dick people yeah not even making the grade can't get in useless or a misery hungry troll this is a tale of how awkward and unpleasant it can be when someone you consider a friend acts like a cunt and you're forced into the position of bending over taking a figurative 12 inches like a pro or going completely crazy like michael douglas in falling down What's wrong with my stubby dick? I can get it. Just give me a chance. You got fat thighs. That's what it is. <laughs> I just can't. It's your thighs that are the problem. Doesn't matter about my little dick. I started playing Wild Fairy recently. I am, in fact, a Miss of Pandaria newcomer. Joking. For months, my friend, not the arsehole in question, was telling me how good this game is. She told me about every facet and she would tell me regularly about all the lulls to be had. She used this word a hell of a lot. She would have lulls by hijacking the enemy faction's transport. Now, when I read this, all I can think of is that this person used to stand on the Zeppelin. Hijacked. <laughs> Hijacked as fuck me! Yeah? Come at me! Come at me! And sometimes showing up in the middle of an enemy major city for the lulls. Or raiding the most difficult dungeons with a group of other players for the lulls. All for the lulls. Considering the amount of hours that I had put into Baldur's Gate... WoW was not a particularly difficult sell for my friend. And before she had chance to mention recruit a friend or RAF for lulls, 
I signed up with my own account and started whizzing through the levels. Yeah, for the lulls. In her many stories about the game, she told me about how another of our friends played as well. And how this friend was so unbearable that she would regularly log off and pretend to call it a night and then sit and wait and come back after a sufficient time that our asshole friend would have turned his PC off. It's pretty fucking hardcore, right? <laughs> That's not lulls. That's not lulls at all. At the time, I found it hard to believe how this good friend of ours, Death Scythe Pally, could be this irritating. He wasn't IRL. I said, how can he piss you off so much that you pretend to not even play? I found it hilarious and terrifying how much this story bore resemblances to stories about illicit affairs or other sordid deceptions. In time, however, I would learn that my friend's account of Deathside Pally may have even been understated. Now, the stories involving our band of friends are numerous, and knowing where to begin is a little difficult. Throughout our time playing, we have dabbled in both PvP and PvE, respectively, doing okay in both. We are currently sort of Hellfire Citadel heroic level, but we never really committed to serious raiding or PvP. One Wednesday night. We would gather at one of our houses for an informal LAN party. We'd get the pizza and crack open God's juice. And settle in for many hours of wow. It was during one of these nights that we thought we would have a chilled out evening. And for a giggle, for the lulls, we would do some random battlegrounds. It was this night that our asshole friend, Deathside Pally, a warlock, lost his cool and made Garrosh look positively well-adjusted. Admittedly, playing as Alliance in a random BG on our America server can be about as productive as satisfying and repeatedly punching yourself in the balls. That being said, you would think that an adult human being who had a proper job financial responsibilities would have the emotional integrity not to rage like a 12 year old on xbox live you would be wrong sirs you would be wrong as our team rocked up and down the map death scythe pally became increasingly agitated every time he died it would get a little bit worse moving more from bizarre moving to random and offensive obscenities fuck he would start shouting at his computer screen. Phrases that would make a sailor blush. Fuck a goat. If you remember the angry German kid playing Unreal Tournament, imagine a scene similar to this, but ever increasing in agitation. But with the added caveat that two other people were in the room awkwardly pretending that everything was fine and trying not to laugh. Each game continued in this fashion, and Death Size Pally face was turning increasingly crimson like Fat Boss's bedsheets. Fucking weird, Alex. Just saying. Just saying. Crimson boudoir. Very nice. 
as he became dangerously close to obviously about to pop his head, it suddenly went quiet like we had entered the eye of the storm. My friend and I cautiously looked up to see what was going on. And what we saw shocked us to say the least. Deathside Pally was sat there. His hand had come off the mouse. His other hand off the keyboard. He was glaring intensely at his monitor with a single tear rolling down his cheek. He looked like that sad Native American weeping over a piece of litter. This was not a child. This was a grown-ass man. A man that deals with a high-stress working environment every day. And he sat with his friends legitimately crying about World of Warcraft. We just sat there. We didn't know whether to laugh or be worried. It was the longest and most excruciating five minutes of my entire life. Eventually, Deathscythe Pally took a deep breath and said, Sorry about that, guys. And then restarted the trend again, carrying on as if nothing had happened. This is one of the finest examples of his crazy nerd rage. And if you've played with someone who's anger issues to rival these, you will know how irritating and uncomfortable it can be to be, be in the room with them. Deathscythe Pally's fury became legend amongst our group of friends. But this is only the first character flaw that we had to contend with on a regular basis. I suppose the next trait would be Deathscythe Pally's arrogance. There have been times where he has made God on Earth Kanye West look humble. Deathscythe Pally came up with the idea that he wanted a nickname and that nickname would be Beast. Because he was a beast warlock. Every time you would ask him a question, he would ask, Do you need the beast? Although at the time, he was struggling significantly to complete the green fire quest and PvP. We didn't hear the end of it once he finally got that coveted aesthetic upgrade to his fire spells. Did you know that the green fire quest takes a beast to complete? That's what he said. Only beast players can actually complete it, mate. Oh, you're raiding? Do you need the beast to carry you? Do you need my awesome beast DPS? He would say over and over and over again. <sighs> he then went on to tell us that there was an unspoken bond between warlocks that have green fire because of their beast skills. <laughs> you a beast, mate. Join warlock beast, mate. Mate, you got green fire, mate. Join the channel. Beast Warlock, join it mate, Green Beast, you got the Green Beast in you mate, got the Green Beast in you, F Hulk fucking you, Hulk Skull fucking you, nice mate. He was so sure of himself that he then started to make PvP videos and upload them to Vimeo, Vimeo hype, to flaunt his talent and wouldn't he hesitate to tell you how beast, <laughs> how beast he was and how best to play your character. Of course he had never played anything. Other than a warlock. Deathside Pally had the knowledge. It didn't matter what the topic was. Arena, your class, LFR, challenge modes, being a raid leader. Because he was so beast, he would instantly comment on everything that you were talking about. When he wasn't spouting bullshit, he would repeat your video. He would be repeating my, oh, my videos. He would repeat Preachy's videos verbatim. 
So whatever you do, don't tell him to jump off a cliff. But he's a beast, though. If he wants to jump off a cliff, he can jump off a cliff. Don't, mate. Beasts don't jump off cliffs. That's lemmings, mate. Not beasts. Are you a lemming? No, you're a beast. Keep your feet on the ground. You know what I mean? All the time, he was seemingly unaware of how unbelievably ridiculous he had got. So he had the nerd rage and the arrogance. But there was another aspect. There was another one. The final aspects of Deathscythe Pally's questionable personality would be his ability to complain. I am aware of the hypocrisy of me writing these words amidst the torrent of abuse that I am sending his way. Deathscythe Pally is the kind of guy to form a grudge against the last person, race, class or thing that has ever defeated him in PvP. It wasn't a little grudge, by the way. It wasn't a little grudge. Deathscythe Pally would rage like someone had pissed on his cornflakes on Christmas Day. Blizzard just remove him from the game, mate! Would be a common mantra of his every time he died. His biggest hatred in WoW was for paladins. Of course, I play a paladin. The complaining was incessant. I began to wonder whether he even enjoyed WoW. But through all of this, I had finally gained an understanding of why my friend would avoid the Deathscythe Pally. If at all possible. And at this point, you may be wondering why we played in the first place. Deathscythe Pally is the kind of friend that will infuriate you to the core. And you will complain about him and even love to hate him. But he is yours. He's your dickhead. He's your cunt. And you will defend your cunt until the end of days. If Deathscythe Pally was an outright arsehat and nasty piece of work, we would obviously get rid of him. But he's our friend. For better or worse. And on the occasion we do lose our cool, we feel sorry for him. And backtrack on what we've said. After all... He's a beast with his green fire. Yours sincerely, Anonymous. Can we give a big thumbs up to the beast? Should we have? Let's pass judgment. Should we have our cunt friend? Should we? I don't think so. I don't think so. If your friend's going to get you into shit and make you uncomfortable and sit in silence at a LAN party. No. Don't touch my beast. He's a beast, though. That's what you got to remember. He's a fucking beast, though. Can we get a Bob Ross in support? <laughs> Can we get a Bob Ross in support of having our beast? Guilty. Guilty thumbs up. Everyone needs a Meg. Meg, hooray for the cunt friend. <laughs> you bastards. It's okay. You're our cunt friend. Right, let's take it to a creepy place. Let's take it to a creepy place. All right. Let's take it to a creepy place. I think that is the best solution for today. Let's get creepy. <laughs> Guilty. Thoughts on Vegemite? Never had it. It's far too. It looks. It looks too thick for me. It looks like. Uh, it looks like old old cum. It's gone brown. It's all all kinds of fucked up. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. Ah, the adventures of the Nubish Bear. Them Guardian Druids, though, right? Four tank classes. Yeah. Them Guardian Druids. Hello, Preacher! I've been itching to send in my own story after seeing so many drama readings in the past. In the end, I'm just happy that, uh, to be able to get it all off my chest. Now, when your story starts with getting it off your chest, you know it's going to get dark. <sighs> I named most of these characters after my cats. Are you a crazy cat lady? You have enough cats to warrant an entire drama story. Discuss discuss my development in wow was slow 
to say the least. I learned a lot about impressions and how one must never judge someone by their first impression. They can surprise you. But it was thanks to all of these characters that I matured and went from total dog shit to a half-decent player. That progress, though, right? That progress. Even if I had to walk through Hellfire and Brimstone to get there. <laughs> 17. <laughs> the Noobish Bear. Chapter Uno. Alright. So I'll just come out and say it. I met my first boyfriend over Twitter. Cat Lady Twitter Sex. Score, right? We're in the fucking zone right now, people. Get your shit together. I was part of a role-playing group that would meet on Skype. What? Tell me that exists and invite me right fucking now. Because that sounds awesome. I could come home, de-pants, and role-play over Skype. What? What? Where? What? It was a huge conference call full of people. Being sometimes being so many that it would crash the client many times over. GIF. I want to be a part of that. I want to be Sir Alonsus, who turns the fuck up, drops the nuts, hair in your ice cream, and fucking swags out. Right? That's me. It's a thing. Confirmed. Confirmed by the RPers? Nice. It's a thing. <laughs> and out of all of them, Yudowski, Yudowski, and I connected. It must be love. Love, love. We role-played together for months and outside of the Skype call. When we did take things a little serious outside of the Skype call, we became closer. He lived in Pennsylvania while I lived in rural Georgia. But we made it work. My mother and I made a vacation out of a trip to Pennsylvania. Where are we going for holidays? Pennsylvania. Eh? Eh? Boom. Boom. To visit his family. And we met for the first time. <laughs> Both of us were far too shy to do anything but play Halo together. Aww. Which one though, mate? What rules were you on? Can't talk! Halo, mate. And that's when I met his friends. Oh, here we go. Wait. Uh. Oh, that's when I met his friends. Dawn Slayer. Dawn Slayer. Numi. Numi was a lady. Numi was a lady. And scumbag car. Scumbag car. Scumbag car. And that's when I met his friends, Dawn Slayer, Numi, and her boyfriend, Scumbag Car. Who was a friend from Xbox Live, right? Halo friends, for real sauce. Halo friends. All good, all good. We all seemed to get along. I suspected they didn't trust me at first. They seemed like a tight-knit bunch of Xbox players. How do you penetrate an Xbox circle? You can't, mate, because it's a cross. It's not even a fucking circle, mate. Sharp. Yeah? 900p. 900p. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to prove my loyalty to Yadowski. I returned home a few days later, and Yadowski and I continued our roleplay for several more weeks. One morning, though, 
Yadowski called me over Skype to tell me he had gotten a key. A beta key for World of Warcraft Cataclysm. I'd known about WoW and I secretly did want to play it. For some reason, I just didn't buy it. We then used the screen sharing feature of Skype and all five of us watched Yudowski leave the docks aboard a ship. That's fucking nerdy as fuck and I love it. I fucking love it. That's live streaming before it was cool, motherfuckers. Live streaming before it was cool. We're live streaming via Skype shared screen. Get on my level. Get on my level, fucking Twitch. Take that. Could just get every. I could just get all of all of you. I could get all of you in a Skype call, and we'll just fucking rock some Cataclysm beta. It'd be like Vashir and shit. You guys will fucking love it. We're riding my seahorse, yeah. Pixelated as fuck though, but we're Xbox players. Look at this high res here, mate. What's that? 480p. Oh shit! How can you even run this thing? You know what I mean? It'll be pretty good. We don't know any better. I would soon learn that everyone in this group was actually an avid WoW player. And when I expressed my interest at last, they suggested just come along and try it. One of them gave me the code for a trial account and I downloaded the game. I decided on a Dwarf Hunter. Which made everybody groan. Alright, good choice. At the time, I was just using it as a tool to become familiar with the game. I had no real interest in the class otherwise. I would soon learn that Yudowski and Dawnslayer both played Dwarf Hunters. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> oh, this is awkward. <laughs> this is really fucking... Oh, uh. I didn't like the class much anyway. What? Cat Lady doesn't like Hunters? Shenanigans. But I refused to re-roll until I would buy the actual game. You know what I mean, though. It turns out they needed a tank. <laughs> it's five of us. We need a tank. I didn't know what a tank was. But when they explained it, I was amazed. Can you imagine the role players? They've got a healer and three deeps. And you need to convince this person to be a tank. You. You are the steadfast. You are the wall between the darkness and the light. As we combat through this land, you will be, you will be our leader, our mentor. You will guide us on our path. You must, you must play a tank, please, for the love of fucking shit, play a tank. Oh, and in the end, it comes down to, look, if you don't play a tank, we can't even play together. So, just saying, be a tank, all right? They said I was to be the bastion of defense. I would go toe-to-toe -to -toe with enemies far more powerful than I had ever imagined. It gave me chills just thinking about it. I ended up going to visit Yudowski again. And it was then that the trouble began. I just didn't realize it. Yudowski insisted that I purchased WoW. And every expansion pack up until Cataclysm. It was a lot of swag cash. And I felt, about, I felt awful about spending it. And tried to refuse. No, 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 I said. I had swag cash at home. And I didn't see any reason to go and get it now. But it got me nowhere. He told me how good it made him feel to give me things. I didn't know what else to do. But he bought it for me. When I got home, I installed the game and opened the character creation screen. Immediately, Numi instructed me to pick the blue faction. And not to bother with the red one. Okay, Halo rules, right? Because we don't understand anything beyond blue and red. Yeah, Halo players? 
There is nothing beyond blue and red. There was once talk of a purple. But oh no. Oh no. I was completely lost. I let them guide me through it as they told me what class could tank. There was a warrior which sounded interesting. Or a paladin that seemed to be the easiest. But I was transfixed by the druid class. Numi told me that the class was advanced, as it could turn into cats and bears, and I'd be better off playing a different one. But the idea of becoming a huge bear, or a little kitty cat, was just too much, and I rolled my female night elf druid. I didn't like the look of the night elves, but Wargan looked too hairy. It's true. It's true. It's true. They are hairy. So I shrugged it off. And logged the fuck in. The world that greeted me was vast and unlike anything I'd ever seen. I still miss it. That sense of wonder of not knowing what was on the other side of every hill. But I was not prepared for the amount of information I needed to learn. I'd never played a game like WoW before. Nothing that required things like stats. WoW was my first ever purely online game. Besides Xbox Live. I know they told me what I needed, I'm almost positive, but I went out into that world grabbing any and all things that look cool. Cloth, leather, greys, you fucking name it, I strapped it to my balls and off I went. But that wasn't the worst of it. For some reason I was convinced that the way the spells appeared on your spell bar was the order they should be pressed in. So I would go down the line, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Spamming them as quickly as I could. I would mash anything and everything. It was a glorious display of utter failure. I had no idea what I was doing wrong. The group decided to tell me into a low-level dungeon to try tanking. The sound of me key mashing was given nothing but approval as they believed I was trying very hard. They assumed that I had gone out and bought a mechanical keyboard. I think the worst of it was that it was becoming very obvious after a couple of minutes that I had no fucking idea what I was doing. We wiped and we wiped on a number of the low level dungeons. My friends got very frustrated with me as they were used to rolling through dungeons and raids without difficulty. And here I was flailing around, popping out of bear form, casting rejuvenation, casting a wrath and then popping into something else. Being completely useless. <laughs> you imagine this druid just like hopping in and out. <laughs> what are you doing? Playing. Wrath! <laughs> Around Diamall. Around Diamall. We pugged a random guy. And I just shut down. I didn't know this person. But they insisted I tank anyway. Numi was becoming obviously frustrated and it started to make me anxious and fearful of how bad I looked. I started panicking and dying to trash and Numi decided that she would take over. She, she switched to an alt and we finished the dungeon. My anxiety got worse and was met with even more frustration. Soon everyone began working on leveling to 85. Without me. Oh no! Poor little cat. We're just, uh, just gonna go ahead and start leveling without you now. I was given specific instructions that I was not 
I was not to queue up for dungeons without the guild. So I quested alone. And I never improved. During this time, I became quite aware that I was growing very tired. It's very tired of Yudowski's altruistic behavior. He seemed to t determine to buy my affection and wouldn't listen to me when I told him I don't want things from you. It started to make me really uncomfortable. I confided to Numi and we got along fine as long as we never talked about tanking our World of Warcraft. <laughs> I like you. Just don't remind me of how bad you are at this game. If that's alright, look, if you want to be friends with me, don't tell me. Just, just don't make me think of how bad you are at this game. Please, don't. Just, just, just don't do it. My attempts to persuade Yudowski to stop ended in failure. And it started to make my anxiety worse. My anxiety was now drowning out my feelings. Thinking it wasn't anything to worry about, I kept it a secret. But I told Numi for a selfish reason. I was worried that at some point, this might all blow the fuck up. And I didn't want to be made out to be some sort of liar or scumbag or gold digger. If someone else knew how I felt and knew what was going on, then at least I could ease some of the drama that might follow amongst our small group of friends. Elsewhere, though, my fear of tanking evolved. And even the mention of dungeons started to make me feel physically ill. Wow. Wow. I was unable to avoid what would undoubtedly be colossal failure. With my friends grumbling and getting angry at me. They tried to help me. They thought it was my gear. Oh, what's that trinket though that makes you pop out of bear farm all the time though, mate? What's that trinket though? Oh, it must be the boots. It's the boots that make you cast wrath though. Numi told me again and again what stats I needed. But I just, it numbed, the anxiety numbed my mind. I found myself just continuously forgetting everything I was being told. They tried and tried, but it just wasn't fucking happening. One day I had a date with Destiny. I hit the Eastern Plaguelands, a land that was alarmingly different from the others I'd seen. I quested in Darrowshire and spotted a Horde player not far away. It looked to me like another druid. So I stood away, kept on going past. When I got to the Lone Hunter... The wolf killed me the first time. Oh. My second attempt, I would have gotten it. Had not the same druid pounced me as I started to attack. I was ganked. And I could do nothing as he finished off the lone hunter himself. Stole my quest item. And ran away. It was my first real experience with world PvP. And I was fucking furious. His name, the ganker, was Wyvern. Forgetting all about that quest, I followed Wyvern. I found him at a tower. Surely, I thought, if I got the jump on this druid, he was two levels lower than me. I would obviously win. <laughs> We're going to wait till he pulls mobs. He's two levels lower than us. We're going to wait till he pulls mobs. And then we're going for it. Wyvern killed me in two hits. <laughs> oh, wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. I was fuming! 
But this druid, this multicolored lion, was far better than I was. Wyvern chased me again and again. I was in Prowl at the top. He just sat at the entrance in bear form. Oh! <laughs> that bear stance. Come on. Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Eventually, I parachuted off the tower and ran away to Kalimdor. I wanted nothing to do with Wyvern. Unfortunately, Wyvern took an interest in me. I moved on to Tanaris a while later. I had begun killing Fireworks, and as I was button mashing away, I spotted something out of the corner of my eye. There sat a bear, sat on the floor. I couldn't see the name, but I knew who the fuck it was. He jumped into cat form and dashed for me. I tried to run, but he overtook me and killed me. And then he spat on my corpse. Wyvern, motherfucker. <laughs> Found you. I called for help. I took it to the guild chat. Yudowski came to the rescue, but even with flying, he could not catch this super druid. Super druid, right? Super druid. Ten minutes, he and a guildmate harassed me as I sat in Gadgetzan. They tried to get me to follow them outside, and I was so terrified I just wouldn't move. Wyvern's buddy auto-attacked me, and the bruises were on him in a second. I laughed with satisfaction as he was killed. But of course, while this was going on, Wyvern pounced me and killed me. <laughs> Took one for the... T what a wingman! What a ganking wingman! I love this little team. I was so upset. I logged out and didn't play again for a week. I started to stalk Wyvern's WoW Armory until he was out of my level range. When I knew he couldn't be in the same zones as me, that's when I started playing again. <laughs> that's the saddest thing. Oh my god. The fucking Bible thumps through this. I remember being through Outland Dungeons. But I don't remember if my guild had any characters in Outland. So I was once again alone. I persevered through the Burning Crusade and through Northrend and managed to hit level 80. Hajar was a clusterfuck, but I made it through. I did some catanormals and my tanking was starting to improve. But when I hit level 85, my guild had moved on to heroics. I barely managed to hit the item level requirement. But as soon as I could, my friends were spamming me to tank for them. And again, we were about to slam into a wall. And that's when everything fell to shit. At this point, I know Noom and the others expected me to know at least how to play. But with hardly any real experience under my belt, and what I did have, I would always leave the group when it went bad. I was not ready for those heroics. Them fucking cat heroics. The stone core. No, Osrook. Don't make me break my broke myself. I did. I broke myself. Yeah, it was upon your body. It was. We got nowhere. I died to trash. People would call me unhealable and paper. I was near the point of tears. I don't want to tank anymore, I said. I don't get it. I don't know how to do it. I didn't know what I was doing wrong. Wrong. I didn't know where to find guides. I was totally lost. Things got tense. I talked to Yudowski less and less. And my feelings for him felt almost non-existent. 
Maybe it was because he never defended me when Numi would attack me. I didn't really expect him to, but if the roles were reversed, I would have tried, I think. It told me that Yadowski was just as afraid of her as I was. But I wasn't sure why. I didn't know the whole history of the group. But I didn't think about those things then. All I thought about was that the group hated me. They wouldn't even play Halo with me anymore. That's harsh. Right? That's a bit harsh. Bit much. Xbox, not, not free. Not free. This Xbox Live shit, you know. Could at least be friends about it. I was given a new rank made specifically for me by the guild called Farmer. And they would send me projects to farm mats for them. Those mats would then make healing gear. They said I shouldn't tank anymore. And if I farm these mats, they would let me heal. They hadn't give up, given up on me, I thought. So I went off to farm diligently. Outside of while well, I started to do my research. I looked up information on the Horde to start with. I don't remember why. All I knew was that my friends were all very biased towards the blue. Numi once referred me to the Horde, referred to the Horde as uncouth. Well. Well. And I believed them. I participated in their Horde bashing for a while. Joining in with the circle. Fucking peer pressure or what. Convinced they were villains somehow. After all, I'd only ever been killed by the Horde. Science. All Horde are dicks. They're the ones that kill me in the game. Yeah, for real. For real. Every time I have had to been killed by another player in this fucking game, right? It's been a Horde. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Bunch of cunts. Bunch of cunts, all of them. But my curiosity suddenly came to life. And I started looking into it. I found the jokes and flirts and was amazed these races were far more interesting than the alliance races there were orcs and trolls and zombies the forsaken are not zombies and everything else i felt wow had been lacking i was sm a smitten kitten with the horde the alliance felt positively dumb in comparison i then learned that wyvern was a troll druid and looked so much better than my night elf I decided that one day, somehow, I was going to be a troll. But how? My friends wouldn't let me roll a horde tune. And I was so subservient to Numi, who had been gracious, gracious enough to give me a second chance, that I couldn't betray them now. During this time, we all tried doing Talbarad, never forget. To access Baradin Hold, never forget. <laughs> but on my very tiny little server... The Horde dominated Talbarad. During one of our attempts, I ran into a familiar face. As I entered the top four, I saw him. There he was, the Wyvern. I stopped dead in my tracks. For a moment, it was as if he sensed me. He stopped attacking his target and made a beeline for me. I tried to run, but then I was ambushed by another druid, and both of them were tearing into me. I tried to enter again, but these two druids refused to let me in. Why me specifically? They were other alliance fighting inside, but I was their target. And all I could manage to say was, Aw, he remembered me. We, of course, lost that day. Then Numi proposed a meeting. One without Yudowski for some reason. It wasn't that Yudowski couldn't come. 
He hadn't even been told about the meeting. I didn't understand. I know they made fun of him a lot. And even, uh, even Dawn Slayer trolled him a few times. But to not invite him to one of our little friendly guild meetings, it felt strange. Numi announced that we were facing, that we were going to faction change. My heart skipped, skipped to beat, and I asked him why. Her why. She was a staunch supporter of the Alliance, but the answer was simple. They were tired of losing. And if we switched, we could now be the winners of Baradon Hold. Yeah. Yeah. All right. As happy as I was, I confessed, I confessed in a private... In private later that I was considering breaking up with Yudowski. I still liked him, but the constant stress and anxiety of him not even helping me was eating away. And on top of this, his very timid and strange behaviour. He was more timid than I was. And I realised that I am not strong enough to be the stable one in this relationship. It was too much for me. Numi seemed to understand and told me to go ahead, break the fuck up with him. Who gives a shit? We'd still be friends, right? I didn't want to do it, but I did. I broke his heart. He doesn't say that. <laughs> I did, and it was one of the hardest things I'd ever had to do. We faction changed without Yudowski. Oh, abandoned! What a bitch. What a bitch that all your friends left without you. Numi said it would be a funny joke. <laughs> it's a funny joke, dude. Dude, it's a funny joke. We all left you on your own. We hid in Zulfarak. And when he logged on after work, called him to us. Well, before <laughs> he waited around for us. And then we all lunged out his horde and killed him. He took it well enough. <laughs> and didn't seem to mind the change. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Maybe it was a light-hearted setup to the amount of heartbreak that was about to unfold. I did it right there in front of everyone. As he was happily taking his prank, I then broke his heart. It almost feels, if I might digress, it almost feels as if you weren't happy that he wasn't really upset by the ganking. So you thought, fuck this, and thought he'd stomp on it. I heard his voice trembling as he tried to keep it together. He eventually just said it was okay. It hurt, he said. And for weeks, I felt so guilty about doing it. I had hoped things would be better once we were horde side. But it got worse. Soon the tense atmosphere hit a boiling point. And after a few failed attempts at them trying to teach me how to heal, I begged. I begged them to tell me what I was doing wrong. I could feel in the air. And at last, he came out to me about it in guild chat. Thankfully, it wasn't over Skype. These calls also became fewer and fewer. They accused me completely as they then spilled the truth that I was the reason that there was always failure in our groups. It was true, but I didn't like it. I didn't disagree with them, but I tried to defend myself. But then they took it fucking personal. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Newbie, Dawn Slayer, and Scumbag Car accused me of using Yudowski. They said that using him for his kindness and for all the things he bought me was disgusting. Outraged, I said to Numi, I told you that he was like this. About how I didn't want the things and how it made me uncomfortable. I tried even turning down WoW before this. Begrudgingly, Numi agreed that I had in fact told these things. The tension lessened, but they were still pissed. Yudowski sat there and never said a word. I knew he was pissed and I was positive. 
that he'd done what I had done and complained and complained. I didn't blame him. Everyone then went and all did dungeons without me. I started getting all sorts of achievements, blatantly rubbing in how terrible I was. I logged out for the night and didn't come back the next day. But I remembered that I still had mats to farm. And Numi had reminded me that night before how I owed them gold for some of the healing gear that they bought me. All my gold went into the guild bank. Every copper I had saved up. I felt more and more like I had become a slave for the guild. But I also convinced myself that I deserved it. This was the position of a failure in World of Warcraft. And it was the only thing that I knew how to do successfully was farm mats. As the day wore on, nobody logged in. Days became a week and no sign of any of my friends. But I carried on as I always had, farming mats for them and putting every penny I had into the guild bank at the end of each day. I filled it with mats and doing everything I could to show them that I wasn't angry and that I wasn't as bad as they claimed. Our final chapter. During this time, I was afraid to even land in Ogrimmar. People knew one another here, I thought. They would have heard about how bad I was. They would recognize me as that shit druid in that guild and make me regret ever faction chaining. I felt that way, but for some reason I hadn't get, hadn't quit the game. What was I even doing still playing? I logged in remembering my inventory was full and that I had forgotten to turn in all my stuff the night before. So I quickly went to the Valley of Strength to turn it in. And then he logged in. Right on top of me. I couldn't move. There he was looking every bit as fierce as I remembered. In tear armor I could never hope to acquire. I hoped he didn't see me for he was the one I feared the most. He took two steps out of the inn. And stopped. My heart started pounding as he slowly, deliberately keyboard turned around. I think he, now he was trying to be dramatic. And then he whispered me. Did you used to be on the alliance? It was over. Surely this would be the day I would quit and remember WoW was the worst game I ever played. I told him yes. Instead, I learned a different lesson that day. First impressions aren't always accurate. He apologized! Baller! He apologized for ganking me all those times and told me he started to feel bad about it after a while. Then he welcomed me to the horde and walked on his way. I was dumbfounded! It was the kindest thing anyone had ever said to me in World of Warcraft. It gave me hope. It almost made me feel relaxed. I stopped farming mats for the guild then and there and stopped putting my gold in. Sadly, I didn't have access to actually retrieve all the stuff that I had put into the guild bank. But by the by, I suspected they thought I was going to rob them. It would be my last laugh, of course. My way to prove that throughout everything it might have been shit at this game. But I was not a thief and I was not a liar. I found myself at a crossroads. There's nothing to farm. I was out of things to do. As it was all I'd done for some time. So what do I do? I knew it was because despite everything, I loved this game. I loved the lore. That what though, right? I loved the lore, the world, the responsiveness of the gameplay. I had fallen in love, but not with a person, but with the game. I had a choice. I could give up and leave the game behind forever. Just a memory. Or I could stay and master the druid. I'd stuff every single bad thing they have ever said to me right back in their fucking faces to earn their respect and the respect of others. 
I knew what I had to do. I G quit. I was going to be a slave no longer. I was going to break these shackles. I whispered Wyvern a few days later, confessing to him, as if he didn't already know, that I was shit at this game. I was going to do this right. Start off as a deeps. Learn the game without the stress of trying to tank. I needed some pointers. Wyvern was that. He was happy to provide them once he was finished raiding. I waited late into the night and he provided. I still to this day use the phrase, swipe the shit out of everything. And that's exactly what it felt like when I was finally able to do it. Even though I discovered being swipe happy gets kitties killed. I found websites I needed, learned keybinds, and stopped button mashing. I started spam queuing normal dungeons, listened to the Space Jam theme, because I really liked it. Such a weird line. I'm not even lying. With proof. Yeah? Right? You think I'm bullshit. You think I'm full of shit. It's the truth. <coughs> when I found a good group, I'd mention heroics. Try Oh, you're that person! Anybody up for heroic, mate? Because this group went really quick. <laughs> Anyone up for heroic? Leaves group, leaves group, leaves group. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But as I obtained the right gear, things began to make sense. My damage went higher and higher. I knew how to use rebirth when someone died. Brava. Brava. That's all you need. You're in. Or take over as a tank in an emergency. I found myself thinking about Wyvern a lot. I admired him. I had no idea who this mystery man was, but I wanted to be just like him. A raider. A PvPer. I wanted to be self-assured, confident, and unafraid. At least that's how I pictured my Wyvern. I know I should consider the way he and his friend had treated me before, but compared to what I had gone through, being molested by cats felt like nothing. His guild was progressive raiding. In the top three on the server, if I recall for it correctly. And as a result, they were pretty full. I had no business yet being in a raiding guild. When I got bored of dungeons, I ran 70 raids with a friend I had made. His name was Chris. His name was Chris. I ended up joining Chris's guild. A massive 500 plus player guild. Unlike I'd ever been in in my life. It was chaos, but friendly. Sadly, they never did anything. <laughs> I was a bit... An up... A cesspool guild is an upgrade. What? A cesspool guild should never be an upgrade. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. God, God. God, God. It was chaotic but friendly. Sadly, I never did anything with this guild. It never organized a, sing th a single thing. I also started to become the victim of a lot of sandwich jokes. Because I was a woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even though their guild master was a woman. <laughs> 500 plus two girls. That balance, though. Team China represent. But it was all in good fun. And they always made sure to remind me to bring sandwiches whenever I would join Vent. <laughs> Gotcha. One final thing did occur in my time on that server. I discovered the albino drake, and I decided I needed it. To do that, I'd farm netherwing eggs, and an old friend of mine happened to be doing it as well. My friend rolled a feral druid and was technically part of that old guild, but Numi was particularly mean to her back in the day. She ended up leaving the guild after I told her, and she remained on the alliance. She joined a new guild, though, a friendly one, and I didn't blame her. I flew out to meet her. 
And as I was on my way, I typed slash who as I usually did. And my heart stopped again. What was Wyvern doing here? He had started attacking my friend before I got there. But she was now safe in a town. Someone else had shown up to protect her. He was one of the best geared PvPers on the server. He was hunting for trouble. All coveted conquest gear. So geared that he was that people that people would often ask him for carries in battlegrounds or out in the world. But he was friends with my friends and more than happy to protect her. He stunned me when I went to mess with my friend as I landed. But relaxed when she told him that it was all good. He was a warger druid. We formed a truce. Temporary, of course, and everything was fine. We were all bouncing around and spinning in cat form. <laughs> Druids. And then I got a whisper. Are you farming for eggs? I wasn't expecting Wyvern to ever whisper me, but I made a, must have made a good impression. Or he was trying to make up for what he thought he put me through in the past. Either way, I told him that I was indeed looking for eggs. This is a dirty joke, isn't it? And he explained he only needed one more egg. Before he was exalted. He asked if I wouldn't mind helping him find it. And he'd happily buy it off me if I found it first. I thought it silly and offered to help him for free. Made no sense to behave for something that didn't belong to anyone in the first place. So I helped him look. We found the egg. And he left. And I thought that would be the end of me and Wyvern. But not even seconds later. He whispered me for help and invited me. I was confused. So I, so I clicked him and saw. That the big PvPer was crushing wyvern he was the same geared but was better and there i was with no pvp gear to speak of attacking someone who had the best gear available in the game in a desperate attempt to defend wyvern but wyvern was crushed our combined efforts did finish off the pvp my friend wished to be asking what was going on and why her friend was so angry i told her what happened and apologized i hadn't thought but I did not regret my choice to finally defend Wyvern. Wyvern thanked me for helping him. And then he was gone. I spent days thereafter hunting eggs. Not just because of the dragons. But because some part of me was trying to relive that moment where I had been the defense of Wyvern. The man who had crushed me in the past. I decided it was time for me to leave. My friend told me of another server. An RP server. They opened their arms to me, and I wouldn't end up letting that big PvPer kill me. As I felt I kind of owed him for attacking him on that day, I didn't know how else to repay him. The night before I transferred away, I disappeared to Moonglade, in an attempt to provoke fate one last time. Lately, sometimes me and Wyvern would end up in the same area, so I gave it a last chance to see him before I would be gone forever. If somehow he found me. I try honestly to befriend him and remain here. But if he didn't, I was just going to disappear into the sunset. Wyvern never showed that day. I knew that if I wanted to befriend him, I should have just whispered him. But my feelings didn't feel healthy towards that. I needed to leave, to have a fresh start. I didn't even say goodbye to him. And I transferred my characters over to the RP world. Good fucking lord! What he did! The wyvern wasn't there for the last day! The sadness is real! God, to be a slave! Don't be a slave! That Oh, but it worked out in the end! Whoa, I've got bright orange! What, camera? What are you doing? What are you doing, camera? That was fucking reality right there. 
That was a fucking story and a half, right? But don't worry, tomorrow it gets fucking filthy. Filthy! Filthy as sh- Oh, it's because it's gone really dark. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to fix my camera settings. It's trying to correct for the fact that the light's really weird. Ladies and gents, tomorrow is the Halloween web show. All good stuff. Scary UI, spoopy poopy, and all that kind of stuff. Everybody, have a great weekend if I don't see you for Halloween. You can catch up with it on YouTube. I'm uh, releasing my Survival Melee Hunter Legion video right now. So if you get a chance to take a break from Bod Ross, I'd love to see I'll go and check it out. All right. Is there drinking? Not getting drunk tomorrow. Just spoopy poopy time. All right. Spoopy poopy time. Goodbye, ladies and gents. Have a good weekend. I'll see you again. Bye-bye. everyone, this is Mike Darlington. I just want to thank you all for an incredible year. I'm so proud of the family. Here's